Hey, DJ Dagwood. I'm just talking to you guys real quick about Anchor. It's a brand new app. Um, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's a great way to start a, pod, a podcast. Let me explain it. It's free. It has creation tools to let you record and edit on your phone or computer. Distribution of the podcast for you. So you can get heard on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and more. You can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need in one place. Don't forget to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. DJ Dagwood in the house, talking about Anchor. Once again, welcome to Derek Kicks Ministries. If I didn't welcome you in already. Um, let's do this here. So suddenly a, f- a famous storm came on the lake. So that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to um, go, we're going to drown, he replied. You have little faith. Why are you so afraid? That's what Jesus is saying. Little faith. Because we saw they disciples saw this storm. And it says here, then he got up and rebuked them, the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Matthew 8, 24, 27. The winds and the waves obey Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Stop sharing this because y'all ain't paying attention. So I'm going to go back to this here. <laughs> y'all can uh, check that out. Um, I'll try to include that in my post. Um, so we see that there was a sudden fury storm that came in. And the disciples, weren't they weren't looking at that. We, like I said, we're talking about encouragement for the day, uh, storms and restoration. Disciples weren't looking for that. This is Matthew 8.24 for you guys that are coming in late. 8.24 to 27. And so so the disciples were amazed and you know about Jesus called you know common those storms common storms hallelujah hallelujah and Jesus can Yeshua Christ can calm your storms he can calm us. He calms down. With all the stuff we got going on. With anxiety, depression, hatred, bigotry, hypocrisy, fake news, uh, lies, um, profiting off lies. Yeah, all that stuff going on. And it's, it's tough to be encouraged these days. Um, so you, you think about what is the meaning of a storm? What, what you know? You probably saying Pastor Day or, or Minister Daggy. What are you talking about with storms? Yeah, I know the weather. You know, we got storms and, and lightning and all that stuff. But we're talking about the storms of life. That's what we're talking about here. When you had a trial, when you got something coming against you, you got people hating on you and and trying to always persecute you and, 
and and treat you wrong and, and you know yes you know you've done some things in your past that you don't like you know um, you're immature you're you're um, you know a young man young woman back in the 20s and stuff and um, you did some things like I said that you didn't like you know you're partying that you drink on and, and having kids out of wedlock all that good stuff but and then you still um, get persecuted by people because you know maybe you didn't do it treat them right at the time because you were immature and and all that stuff. Well, we have to forgive. We have to forgive. So many people carrying around madness and mental illness. And, and when we're mad at people, we don't forgive them. There's all kind of sicknesses that come. There's all kind of things that come that you know, for you know that you know, whether it be mentally, physically, psychologically, there's things that come where you don't forgive people. You don't let stuff go. You know, from the past, and you're thinking that somebody owes me something. You know, nobody. The world doesn't owe you anything. We have to, you know, fight and work for ourselves and, and make a living for ourselves and, and you know, but you still have people that want to hate on you because they don't like your spirit, they don't like God, they don't like your personality, they don't like you, your culture, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, what that enemy meant, I'm going to say this, and I feel this in the spirit, what the enemy meant for evil with gossip, what the man, enemy meant for evil with trying to put witchcraft on what the enemy meant for evil is trying to choke out your life with python spirits and, and Jezebel spirits that try to come in seduce you and incubus and succubus spirits succubus spirits that's trying to come in while you're sleeping and seduce you what the enemy meant for evil God will turn around for good God will turn around for good He will turn around for you for your good for his good for good it's all good Hallelujah. Praise God. There we go. Yeah, so we have to make sure that um, we stay encouraged in a crazy time right now. Crazy time. Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God, my God. My God. My God. Getting some of this um, message here. Getting the message. Getting the message. Getting the message. My God. My God, my God, my God. My God. So sometimes technology can be technology can be <laughs> a hindrance sometimes. Um, yeah. So if you 
know anybody that wants to, to join um, sponsorship for this ministry or sponsor this ministry or um, partner or donate or whatever, you know, just hit me up on G at uh, Derek's Ministries um, at gmail.com or jump on my website and send me a message. Um, so what does God say? Um, what does God say about these storms? What does he say? You know, you're thinking, oh, what God are you talking about? Now I'm not talking about the Hindu God. I'm not talking about the Muslim God. I'm not talking about the, God, the gods of the world. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the God that created all of us from creation. The God that showed himself to Moses personally, not through angels, not through messengers. He showed himself personally. He showed up personally in my life and delivered me out of bondages with my flesh and, and my sinful nature. He showed up and showed me himself. Showed me himself through his Holy Spirit. Through a special revelation, through visions and dreams. Yeah. And he can do that for you guys. Sometimes we have to surrender our soul. When we when we die, we have to surrender our soul to God. We have to surrender to God. We can't, you know, say, oh, you know, I'm not giving my soul to God. When you die and you're on your deathbed, you go you go somewhere. You can believe it or not. Believe it or not. I've seen prophetic dreams about what's coming to this on this earth. And it even says it in the Bible. You know, the stars falling and the moon being dark and all that stuff. Yeah. I really I'm praying for some of you guys. I'm on 19 minutes, yeah. I don't have like 10 more minutes or whatever, but I mean I wanna also give you what the Spirit of God is saying to me. Hallelujah. So what does God say? The Father is with you and will keep you anchored until the storm passes. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God is your midst. It's in your midst. A mighty one who saves. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt you. He will exalt over you with loud singing. Loud singing. You get a chance going to loveworthliving.com. So um, this is a comment that they made about the Father. It's the Father is with you and will keep you anchored until the storm passes. GospelLifeLearning.com says storms refine or refine our faith. Adversity stretches us and causes us to trust more and more in Christ for our needs and for our strength. Trials are the classroom for our spiritual development. Oh, wow. Classroom for our spiritual development. Trials. Some of you guys are going through trials. Uh, I don't know too many people that aren't going through trials right now with this uncertainty with the economy, certainly with these jobs, uncertainty with unemployment, certainly with um, you know just having the needs of your house. I don't know too many people that aren't going through trials right now. So you guys that are going through trials and storms, listen to this. Let's go back and listen to this. Encourage yourself. Listen to it on the way home from work. Listen to it in the morning. Listen to it before you go to bed. Listen to this, this encouragement for your soul. Listen to it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, you awesome God. You're worthy of the praise. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, how do we get through these storms of life? You know, livingpurposefullynow.com says, 
While millions of people suffer from extreme natural disasters every day or every year, millions more suffer from the inner storms of life through it. You know, and then it talks about how you know you expect them practice responsibility, lean on their friends, be compassionate with others, seek a higher power to help you get through these storms of life. That's livingpurposefullynow.com. This is the definition of storms. Many people are suffering through storms, and even real storms, natural storms right now are going on. We got tornadoes and hurricanes, and and uh, you know you look at the, the devastation in Miami right there with the condo stuff and collapsing. And think about the people that are going through trials and storms with that right now, and let's continue to pray for them. And in fact, Father God, we pray for the people that have lost their lives and, and are grieving right now, the families that are grieving for the people that lost their lives in this condo collapse things in Miami, in Miami. Help them, Father, to get through grieving, Father God, of lost ones, Father God, even those that are, that are, um, got, you know, that died from this tragic instance. May they make it to heaven, Father God. They weren't doing heaven. They were just minding their own business and the thing collapsed on them. I pray that they were right standing before it happened. So I know, Father God, natural disasters happen. You know, we got this terrorist stuff going on. You got people with uh, mental illness. You got gun violence going on. And we don't know what's going to happen as we walk outside the door. But Father God, help us to be in right standing with you, Father God. Help those that don't believe you more. Help those that have been hurt. Help those that are hurting right now. Help them, Father God. Help them. Help these families that are down there in um, Miami, Father God. Help them believe there is a God that cares for them. You're stretching your arms out all day looking. Searching for those that want to come into the kingdom, those that want to come and, and get help from you, Father. Oh, Abba, Father, my Adonai, my Hashem, my Elohim. These are names of God and, and people. I pray during this time that you seek a higher power in God, not just some higher power, but He is the highest power. In His Son's name is Yeshua, Jesus Christ, He is the mediator. He's the one that goes to the Father for us. He said we know him that we can go to the Father ourselves and pray. A lot of religions teach that we can't go to God directly. We have to go through angels and priests and messengers and, and mediators and stuff. But God says, if you know, I mean, Jesus said, if you know me, you know the Father. Father's in Him. Father's in Yeshua Christ. So what you see, and even you think about Yeshua, Jesus Christ, and how He got persecuted. How He got persecuted by the Jewish people. And how the natives and indigenous and aboriginals and African slaves got, you know, they got enslaved. And people profited off the slavery. I'm learning that, uh, you know, there's slaves in, like, uh, I think it's South America or Brazil or something like that. And, and the, you know, they got you know, took into, um, and, and, you know, Jewish people, European people, all, you know, they've been profiting off the slavery stuff. Shame on us. And yeah, I know that happened back then, but we're still. You know, generational wealth was made from that. 
and I'm not here to get into politics and trying to keep that separate, but you know, God looks at that stuff. He looks at our wicked hearts. You know, in Second Chronicles it says, My people humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. That means wicked generations, generational um, curses, um, and profiting off the poor, profiting off those people that have been oppressed for years. Shame on us. Shame on us. There's going to be a day when we have to, when we meet God, we've got to be accountable for that stuff. And I know some of us, you know, that was, that was our generations before, but you know, we profited off that. We profited off that. Help us, you know, I pray that you will try to fix it in the environment. It'll be equal for others. Not just one race, not just two races. It'll be equal for all. Because God is a God of color. He's, nothing's black or white with him. Look at the sky. You look at the sky each day. You see the trees. You see the animals. You see people with different tones of color. You see that. God created that for a reason. He's not a black or white God. He's God of all colors, all tribes, and nations. Hallelujah. Praise God. Do you seek help from God? If you don't know him, this is the time to get to know him. You take some time out to, man, would it be 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever, in silence. And try to connect with Yeshua Christ. Try to connect with God. When we don't, chaos comes. Drama. <laughs> Hallelujah. We need hope. We need encouragement during these times. I'm here to encourage you guys, not to beat you up and condemn you. Can encourage you to seek God right now for your own strength, for your own mental capacity, for your own um, mental mental um, parts. You know, so you don't want to be walking around with mental illness, mad at the world, mad. Nobody, nobody cares about me. Oh, nobody. I didn't get enough stuff from my parents and you know, entitlement stuff. And, and we don't want to be doing that. We're trying to be healthy during this time. Some scriptures to help you. I mean, you know, this is the last point I'm going to talk about. Scriptures to help you go through the storms. You ready? So it says in Philippians 4. 6 through 7 it says do not be anxious about anything but in everything but in everything everything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understandings will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus will guard your heart and mind. That's so right now we got a lot of mental illness stuff going on in our heart, our minds and our hearts are not guarded. Because we had left our first love. Oh God. Left our first love. Because we didn't see no instant results. We want everything quick, quick, quick. We live in a nation right now in America where we want everything quick, 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 quick. And it doesn't happen that way. Doesn't happen that way. Sometimes it's a process. It's like working out. If you don't stick with it, 
you know, say like 30 days, you'll see results. Even changing your mind. If you do something that's good, you do do something, you meditate on something good, you train yourself 30 days, you'll see results. And some of us don't want to stick with even 30 days because we're going to see instant results. Sometimes it takes months to get transformation, transformation in your body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's called being faithful. We're not faithful. Some of us are faithful in working out, but we're not faithful with God. We're not faithful with connecting with the divine, our divine helper. We, we treat him as leftovers. It's a time to try to advance yourself in your spirit, your spirit man, your spirit woman. It's a time for that. To grow in your spiritual, yeah, you can be intelligent in the world. You're making all this money and stuff, but your spirit is dying. You're trying to fill it up with everything. I tried that back in my carnal days. I was trying to fill it up with, you know, drinking and, and fame as a DJ, fame as a collegiate basketball player, fame with, you know, having different, you know, different women and throughout the week and stuff, and 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 calls and, and thinking that's accomplishment. Because I got all that stuff, materialism, I got the money, I got the women, I got the booze, and, and there's more to life than that. And we sometimes keep drinking and drinking and drinking, trying to fill up this void, getting our drink on, getting drunk all the time, getting, having alcohol, you know, becoming alcoholics and stuff, becoming drug addicts because we're trying to fill up this void. I'm being real right now. I'm sorry. This is what the Spirit is telling me right now. I'm not doing this out of my flesh. I didn't come up with this stuff. It's the Spirit of God lead me in this. That you know, God delivered me out of this alcohol stuff. I had to, I had to give my will up. I had to give my soul up to Him. Say, God, I need Your help. Fix me. I can't keep this. I'm trying to fill up this void. This that I'm trying to fill up with everything else, and that stuff is doesn't last. Then you go to the next thing. Some of you it might be just smoking weed. Start off smoking weed to get high, to escape your problems, escape, you know, this void in your life. Some of you, you know, got the bottle, trying to escape the problems of life, trying to escape, you know, uh, trials and these storms. You try to fill up that void. Nobody can fill that void up in your soul besides God. God Almighty, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And sometimes we're so ignorant of the devil's devices that we allow things to come in that in our soul that turns us from God. Be madness, mental illness, and, and all that stuff manifests from these demons, demonic influences. Some of you guys don't believe in demons, look it up. See what's going on. See what's going on. You got even satanic worship. Tries to imitate God. We got Satan in the church that tries to imitate God, that tries, whether it be through music, whether it be through, um, you know, speakers that get up there and, and they're moving in the, in the things of, uh, you know, satanic worship or satanic, uh, uh, demonic um, influences. Because it sounds good, doesn't mean that it's from God. Everything that, that sounds good to your ears is not just all from God. God wants you to have good things. He wants the best for you. But we've got so many, so many perpetrators and, and false false 
teachers and prophets and, and bishops and apostles and stuff, you have to be very, 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 um, you know, knowledgeable of what's going on. But we're so lazy to not even take time out to, to even, you know, or even listen to um, the facts and, and what's going on. Help us, you know, I pray that God would help us to wise up, to know what's going on in the spiritual realm. Spiritual realm. Spiritual realm. We got all this new age stuff, even new age churches, big mega churches teaching new age stuff. I'm learning. I'm seeing it more and more. Where is the whole Bible at? Is it all about just speaking about good stuff? The Bible's, you know, is basic instructions before leaving life. I mean, basic instructions before leaving earth. <laughs> Let me get it right. That's an acronym. It's instructions before we leave earth. Before we die, this is instructions. And some of us are not teaching all those instructions in the Bible. I don't hear much about, oh, you know, that Jesus died for us. and Yeah, he died for us. He suffered. He went through storms. He went through tests. Everything is not good, good, good. And motivation. Hallelujah. Praise God. It says here, um, scriptures to help you. Um, the second one is, uh, when you pass through the, the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Isaiah 43, 2. Isaiah was the prophet of God. And he was given the message of God. And God was speaking to him. The third one, God's voice thunders in marvelous ways. He does great things beyond our understanding. He says to the snow, fall on earth. And to the rain shower, be a mighty downpour. So that, the, that everyone he has made may know his work. He brings the clouds to water his earth and show his love. So God's in charge. We don't, there's no mother nature. It is God. And sometimes the enemy, you know, he's a prince of the air. So you think that things happen in the air? This is, this is uh, Satan causing these things to happen in the air, on the earth here. He's in this realm. This, you think, you know, you start thinking about hurricanes and all that stuff. And God made it all, but the enemy is trying to perpetrate and use it to destroy humankind. To destroy humankind. That's why we need God. That's why we need a savior. That's why we need help from above. Because these territorial demons and that are in charge of different territories are trying to destroy us, trying to destroy humankind. They don't care how to use you. Use and abuse you and spit you out because they're catering to the desires of your heart. There's desires that we have that the enemy wants to use. God has, you know, he sees our desires too. If they're his desires, then they're, they're, they're good. He wants what's, what we desire too. That's good. But we have to distinguish the enemy when he, he's catering to our, our flesh and our mind and our spirit. And then God's desire in our hearts. 
I could teach on, I could preach on that whole thing, the desires of the heart. <laughs> the difference between the enemy and the difference between God's desires. Oh, I hope you want God's desire today. Hallelujah. He has good things for you. I pray that we will desire God. Um, two more scriptures. Um, Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John 14, 27. He's speaking that. Yeshua Christ is speaking that. He's speaking that. The last one, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Delivered me from all my fears. Hallelujah. All your fears, all your worry. Hallelujah. He can deliver you from all that. I'm going to read one more thing real quick. Uh, we're going to leave on this um, as we conclude this. Um, if you are at a place where you can turn to your Bible, um, this is part of my message too, but I was going to leave this out, but I just want to touch on a few more things. I'm at that uh, let's see, 38 mark, yeah. So give me like one minute, all right? One minute, real quick. Um, it says here, this is a psalm of David um, for the dedication of the temple. So David built it, you know, it's a dedication to the temple. He was building the temple of God. So it says here, I will, I will extol you, Lord, for you lifted me up out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. David was calling King David was calling for God for him. He had everything. So why can't we call for help? Even though we we're making a lot of money, we're rich or whatever. Um, it says here, verse 3, You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. You Going down to the pit. What is a pit? What is a pit? So think about that. What is a pit? Realm of the dead. And I would call it hell. Going to the pit of hell. Um, verse 4 says, Sings the praises of the Lord, you this faithful people. Praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only for a moment, but his favor lasts for a lifetime. Weeping may stay for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Some of you guys are weeping, crying about your situation, crying in these storms, weeping. You think about the people in Florida and Miami that with condo collapse. Some of you guys are weeping. You're crying about you've lost, lose, uh, lost loved ones, and, and how you're gonna make it through this situation. How you gonna, what, what are you gonna get from housing, and, and what's gonna be your next move with housing? Where am I staying at right now? And I, I want you to, to know that God cares for you. Reach out to Him. Reach out to Him. His anger lasts for only a moment. People, God is not mad at you. To the faithful, he shows himself faithful. To the unfaithful, since you're unfaithful, he's unfaithful to you. But he's still there with his arms open saying, come. Jesus Christ says, uh, Yeshua Christ says, come to the table. Come to the table. 
come to the table. And it says here in verse 8, To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I called for mercy. God is a merciful, compassionate God. He understands. He knows your mind, your spirit. Before He knows before you even spit out anything, before you even ask. He knows what's in your mind. And David said, Here, Lord, be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. Last two scriptures. You turned my wheel into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. God wants to restore that joy. That's verse 11. Verse 12, the last one. That my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord my God, I will praise you forever. Dancing. Wailing into dancing. Turn my mourning into dancing. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Or rejoicing comes in the morning, as it says in the NIV. I'm reading from the NIV version. Joy comes in the morning. Rejoicing comes in the morning. Hallelujah. Put this Bible down. And once you know that I read my Bible. And I try to tap into God. I try to spend time with Him. Even in a busy schedule, I try to spend time with him. Even when anxiety comes in, I have to calm myself down and just uh, take time out. I used to go to park. You know, you think about how does God speak? How does he speak in a quiet voice? But we have to get to a place where we can just get rid of the noise. You know, I used to I used to go to, uh, to the parks and just sit there in my car and and meditate on God, meditate on his word. Because um, if we don't, if we're ignorant of God, oh, the enemy can get us because we're, in, we're ignorant of God. Yeah, everybody knows that Jesus loves us. Yes, we know that. And that he died for our sins. But he wants a relationship. Just like you have a relationship with girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, you know, your kids, everything else. God wants a relationship. Yeshua Christ wants a relationship. That's a relationship. Hallelujah. Hey God, hey God, hey God, hey God. Well, my time's about up. Um, you can follow us on, once again, Twitter, Derek underscore Hicks. That's D A R I C K underscore Hicks. Uh, Instagram, Pastor Daggy. Facebook, thehicksministries.info. Um, you can check me out on those platforms, social media platforms. Once again, the website for. Um, my um, my website for Derek X Ministries is uh, DerekXMinistries.online uh, you can check me out there so my time is up hopefully we encourage you today you know um, we'll have storms we'll have trials we have tests um, but they're only to, to grow you they're only to um, you know make you better um, you think about it in the workplace you get evaluated it's only to make you better. You get an observation. That's only to make you better as a, as a professional or teacher or um, business person. Hallelujah. So, Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time. We pray that the people heard something and encouraged them with these storms, that these storms can't last forever. These trials, can't, these tests can't last forever. And sometimes they can be a distraction. To our purpose and, our, and the plans that you have for us. So we give 
all this to you, Father God. That you come in, be with the people, be with their hearts and minds and spirits. Help them to, to not fill up the voids with uh, materialism, not to fill the voids up with fame and fortune, not to fill the voids up with alcoholism, drug addictions, and um, whoremongering, and you know, having kids out of wedlock and all that stuff, Father God. Help them, Father God, with the voids that they have in their lives and their hearts and their minds and their spirits. God will be filled up by you so they can be complete in you, Father God. Complete in you, Yeshua Christ. Complete in their destiny that you have for them. My God, my God, my God. And we give you all the glory in Yeshua Christ's name. God bless you guys. Um, again, my, like I said, here's my information again. If you want the soul, give. Um, and this is the John, this is uh, John 316. This is my shirt, my wife got me. I have too many guitars. I can never have too many guitars. It's John 316. Um, they have some great shirts. Once again, passing Daggy, like it says behind me. Um, I, spell, I spell it two different ways. Uh, we have fun in the Lord. Yeah. You know, I can put my suit on and all that stuff, and, but I'm not going to do that because I'm at home. And this is all of my ministry, and this is my office, and this is what um, God has shown me to do. And even for people that, you know, want to hate on me and not follow me, that's cool. That's cool. And not support me, that's cool. Um, but my support comes from God. Um, but, you know, if you feel led to do it, you feel led to donate, partner, soul, sponsor, um, hit me up. Hit me up. Inbox me. All right, so God bless you guys. Once again, Pastor Daggy, Derek Dix Ministries, coming at you. And um, know that God is real. God is real. He wants to be there in your storm. <laughs>
this. Hope everybody's having a good day today. And if the Lord can do it forever. Coming on some different times now. I know that some of you guys are in church and want to relax on Sundays or want to go just chill out. But know that God is in control. He is in control. And he endures forever. So the message today is, is love endured forever. It's mercy endured forever. It's mercy endured forever. That's the title of the message. I wanted to do something. I worship for you guys, but it got too late. And so much stuff going on right now. So many different assignments that I have right now. Can't get to all of them, but well, I'll try to get to all of them. But you know, sometimes you gotta overlap stuff. So this is a message. His love endures forever. This is worship.
Praise God for this day. Invite him in. Invite him in. Invite him in. Invite him in. Dear God, invite you in today. Invite you in. Invite you in. Invite you in. Invite you in. All right, we're in there now. We're in here. I'll put some music in the background. He's awesome. He is awesome. Let me adjust this mic real quick, guys. Bring this up. He is awesome. So we are a small ministry, and we are less than supported. And this is a project that we're doing right now. It's an assignment that God has for me. And I'm going to do it to my best. So, once again, Pastor Minstrel, Jerry Dagwood Hicks. Coming at you guys live on restreaming. I want you to see um, where we at. Um, we are on Facebook and Instagram. There's information there. Um, Derek underscore Hicks at Twitter. Instagram is Pastor Daddy. Facebook is dhxministries.info. Yes. Ministries and Cash App, PayPal is DHX332, Zell is 630-770-1058. If you wanted to give towards this ministry, it's, it's us. we started this up, this new thing in 2021, um, and we continue to go on and do what God told us to do. So I want to bless you guys today. I want to bless you. Um, this is some of my music in the background here. But his mercy, his mercy endures forever. So let me share my screen with you guys. I invite some of you guys on to probably hear me clicking here. So um, don't uh, be dismayed, I guess. I don't
such a cloudy day in Chicago land. So it's been 15 minutes and we're gonna go ahead and um, get right into the word. His mercy can do it forever. So this is coming from Amos 7. Coming from Amos 7. Um, it's a story of God's mercy and how he is relenting. He's changing his mind. God can change his mind as he wants. He's still the same God. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's still in, in character. But the mercy to do it forever. So you look at Amos 1. It says, Thus the Lord God showed me. So this is a vision of locusts. This is the first thing we're going to talk about. The vision of the locusts. It says, Thus the Lord God showed me. Behold, he formed locust swarms at the beginning of the late crop. Indeed, it was the late crop after the king's Maori. And so it was when they had finished eating the grass of the land. That I, that I said, oh Lord, God, forgive, I pray. Oh, that's the God that Jacob may stand, for he is small. So the Lord relented concerning this. It shall not be, said the Lord. So that's the King James Version. And I know sometimes that language is off. I'm translating that language. So let me read from the Amplified too. Thus the Lord God showed me a vision. This is Amos 7. And behold, he was forming a swarm of locusts when the spring crop began to sprout. And behold, the spring crop was after the king's Maori. And when the locusts had finished eating the plants of the land, then I said, O Lord, please forgive. How can Jacob stand? For he is so small that he cannot endure this. The Lord revoked this sentence. It shall not take place, said the Lord. That's what the Lord said, it should not take place. So you see in the uh, that King James Version, it said the Lord relented concerning this. And it says here in Amplified, the Lord revoked the sentence. And what was the sentence they were talking about? You know, what were they talking about? And you go back up to verse one, you see that uh, the Lord God showed a vision to Amos. That he's forming a locust, a swarm of locusts. And then he showed that the, the locusts were eating up the plants of the land. He's eating up the plants, the harvest. So you go to. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You scared my spring, guys. Oops. And so the second point I want to talk about is a fire vision. There's fire. And God shows fire. Even when the Israelites were coming out of Egypt, he shows fire. Fire in the clouds. He showed that. 
so they can see where they're going, so that they know that he's before us and he's, he was behind them too. He goes before us. He goes before us. He goes before us. So we see verse 4. And let me take this out for the King James Version. This is what it's going to be NIV. Today. So verse 4 says in NIV, UK, says this is a, what the sovereign Lord showed me. The sovereign Lord was calling, calling for judgment by fire. It dried up in a great deep and devoured the land. Then I cried out to the sovereign Lord, I beg you, stop. How can Jacob survive? He is small. And the Amplified says, Thus the Lord God showed me. And behold, the Lord God called for punishment for with fire. And it was devoured in great deep underground sources of water and began to consume the land. Consume the land. Power. Fire. Judgment fire. God brings judgment sometimes. And we see that judgment was by fire on this one. Brings judgment to him. When we're not doing right, when we're acting in wickedness and hatred, and he brings judgment. I know a lot of people don't preach that, but God is a God of consuming fire. It's a consuming fire. We go down, so we go to five. We know it's four and five, so six. So the Lord relented. Once again, here we see this relenting thing in the new NIV UK. This will not, this will not happen either, says the sovereign Lord. Um, and then if we go over to Amplify, it says, um, the Lord revoked this sentence. This, this also shall not be, said the Lord. And that's what I said before. So I read four through six. And then Amplify again, verse seven says, thus he showed me a vision. And behold, the Lord was standing by a vertical wall with a plumb line in his hand to determine if the walls were straight or if it needs to be destroyed. So now we're on to the plumb line thing. The plumb line. And then in, uh, we see in verse 8 it says, And the Lord asked me, What do you see, Amos? Amos said, A plumb line. He replied. And then the Lord said, Look, I am setting a plumb line among my people, Israel. I will spare them no longer. Whoa, there's judgment right there. Guys, he shows tough love too. It's not just all about, you know, hey, that he loves us. We have a responsibility. We are accountable for our actions. The guys hold us to a standard, especially us that believe in God, especially us that are in leadership. He shows us a standard to go by. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So that, so we see the locust. The vision of locusts is a vision of fire, the fire of God. And then we see the plumb line continue on down to verse 9. Plumb line. It says, verse 9, the high places of Isaac will be destroyed, and the sanctuaries of Israel will be, will be ruined. But my sword, I will rise against the house of Jeroboam. Verse 9 says in uh, Amplify, and the idolatrous high places of Isaac, which is Israel, will be devastated and deserted 
and the sanctuaries of Israel will be in ruin. Then I shall rise against the house of Jeroboam with a sword and destroy the monarchy. Monarchy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Fourth thing we're going to talk about hatred over two prophets' words. You know, because the prophet words were such a free, but sometimes we hate on them because they're speaking the truth of God. And that should not be. And we live in an age where um, we don't want to hear truths. We'd rather hear a lie and believe a lie. And that's not from God. So verse 10 through 17, these are the last verses I'm going to talk about. We're 20 minutes in, 23 minutes in. So look at verse 10, let's go to NIV UK. And then Amazai, the priest of Bethel, sent a message to Jeroboam, king of Israel. Amos has raised a conspiracy against you in the very heart of Israel, and the land cannot bear all his words. For this is what Amos is saying. Jeroboam will die by the sword, and Israel will surely go into exile, away from the native lands. Then Amaziah said to Amos, Get out, you seer. Go back to the land of Judah. Earn your bread there and do your prophesying there. Don't prophesy anymore in Bethel because this is the king's sanctuary and the temple of the kings. Well, temple of the kingdom. So Amaziah, um, you know, is saying to Amos, Basically, get you know, get get out of here, go somewhere else with that message. We don't want to hear, you know. We live in an age where we don't want to hear these truths. We don't want to hear this tough love. We don't want to hear what's going to set us free. We don't want to hear um, from the church, from God, from Yeshua um, Christ, from Yahweh God. We don't want to hear. We want to do what we want to do, and we see here that there is a judgment come. There is. Tough love from God. God shows different forms of love. Phileo love, eros love, um, agape love. He's the ultimate lover, lover of our soul. Hallelujah. And Amos answered Amaziah, I, will need, I was neither prophet nor son of a prophet, but I was a shepherd. And I also took care of sycamore fig tree. But the Lord took me from tending the flock and said to me, Go prophesy to my people Israel. That's what God, when God tells you to do something, you either do it or you don't. And if you're not doing it, it's, it's in disobedience. It's in a, because our flesh wants to do what it wants to do. And it doesn't want to walk in. You know, sometimes we want to be obedient to others. You know, we're submitted to others, submitted to God. Um, our flesh gets in the way. It can get in the way each day. Now, verse 16 says, Now then, hear the word of the Lord. You say don't prophesy against Israel and stop preaching against the descendants of Isaac. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Your wife will become a prostitute in the city and your sons and daughters will fall by the sword. Your land will be measured and divided up and you yourself will die in a pagan country. And Israel will surely go into exile, away from their native land, exile. Take it from the native land. Israel will take it from the native land. So, 
That was the last point. Yeah, that was the last point. His mercy endured forever. But when we see that God is merciful, we see that he relents and changes his mind, we see that God uses messengers of truth, we see that. In conclusion, we see that God can use you, God can use people to speak to you, especially those that don't go to church right now. God may be speaking to you through this message, he may be speaking through um, just uh, you, online churches, you know, those platforms, each church is, you may be speaking through YouTube, you may be speaking through Facebook, Instagram, you may be speaking, speaking, speaking that His mercy endures forever. He's merciful, God. He understands us. He knows what we're thinking. He knows what, before we even say anything, what we're thinking. That is God's character. So when we hear and we see the story in Amos 7, God's mercy and relented. We see that. The visions. God wants to give us visions, revelations. Hallelujah. He wants to give us that. My God, my God, my God, my God. My God. Mm. And I don't, I don't want the locusts eating up my, my harvest. I don't want to be um, a judgment like this either. You know, that God is judging me. That God is, you know, in don't get me wrong. Um, we know we are all for a short of God's glory. We do. If we keep doing the same, same things, and respect that He, there's judgment coming. There's judgment coming upon us. Judgment, we bring judgment on ourselves for God because of what we're doing. He murdering and killing people. Worshiping statue gods and satanic forces and satanic uh, religions and God sees that stuff. He sees us as we are. We are none but morals. He sees us. He's a God that sees. He's Elohim. Hashem. Worship him in spirit and truth. 
We can't come to him for not coming to truth. We can't come to him if we're operating wickedness. We can't come to him if we're telling fake news and fake lies and fake media. We can't come to him like that. We come to him and say, help him fix me. Strengthen my soul. Encouragement to my soul today. Give me encouragement today, my soul. So this is Pastor Daggett once again. Derek's ministry is coming at you. And I want to leave you guys with a little prayer. Well, Father God, we thank you for today. Look over our lives. Look over our wives, our families. Give us a stand in your prayer, Father God. Keep us from all evil, Father God.